0: Hi, welcome to the Unexpected Experts Podcast. This is the upload download, a more laid back conversation about our perspectives on any number of topics as an upload to you and the things we are reading, learning, and downloading ourselves. Enjoy and thanks for listening. Ready, steady, go.
1: Hello, hello,
0: hello, hello! (laughs) Welcome to Upload Download. Testing right off, right off the top.
1: One, two, three.
0: Testing one, two. Tricky, check yourself before you wreck yourself. Wow! There we go.
1: Haven't heard that one.
0: (laughs) (laughs) My nineties is showing. (laughs) How are you doing, Andrea?
1: Oh, you know it's Monday. It's Monday right now in real time who knows. Well, I guess it's a Saturday these get released on, but it's Monday, which uh yeah, it's uh was actually a good day. I can't complain. I'm good. A ton. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah. How about I th- you?
0: I guess it's been a while since you've uh since you've given an update on your employment situation because I think <laughs> I mean, all of that There has was really nothing to time.
1: update until that's two weeks
0: true. Ago. <laughs> yeah. When my so life what, changed. What's happened, what's happened in the last two weeks?
1: Uh, well, I came back from maternity leave on, oh my gosh, uh, April 4th. I sub taught, guest taught, I guess is what we call it, um, for three days. And then the following Tuesday, I got a text message from a principal that I had never met asking if I would be interested in a temporary contract, um, for basically like a month and a half and with a grade six class. And could I have a conversation with her to chat more? And I was like, uh, I'm on my way to choir. (laughs) Can we (laughs) chat tomorrow? And she was like, yeah. So we booked a time for the next day, the Tuesday and had a conversation and lasted like I don't know half hour 35 minutes she was on a covid leave <laughs> poor dear um so we were obviously virtually meeting and long story short after about 2 hours post interview i got a text message offering me the position for a month and a half contract at a school
0: so sweet deal
1: yeah um I was like, I can't start when you want me to, because I um I was on spring break from what I knew my life was gonna be. So I started the following Thursday. So it was pretty crazy. It's been uh it's been a wild ride. It's now been two and a half weeks. I'm still Man. alive.
0: <laughs> yeah, only just <laughs> sometimes from... it feels like it. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah.
1: yeah, it's a pretty uh, rough, rowdy group of grade six kids. They I have to, I mean, I take a moment to feel for them because their regular teacher had been out since the beginning of March and I started April 21st. So it was okay. over a month that they hadn't had a regular teacher. So they had different substitute teachers every week from the time their teacher was on a leave to when I came. So it was, uh, yeah, it was a pretty pretty crazy time we're still working on some basic <laughs> classroom etiquette things like oh, it's boy. the beginning of the year with grade 1 kids but
0: <laughs> just herding cats
1: I mean honestly like i have yeah. you know i tell them to line up at the door and we go to gym but before we go to gym i have to tell them to go sit back down and try lining up again <laughs> cuz <'cause> they <laughs> oh, can't man. do it with uh without going crazy so yeah, it's been it's been quite something, but it's good. Um Yeah. It's a learning curve for me. It's been I mean a year of not working out of my home, of course.
0: Yeah, but, that's right.
1: Um Oh my gosh, all my pens are dead. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, so it's been it's been an adjustment, but we're we're making it. Just I had to get back uh, into the workforce, but exactly. you' just like
0: you've just been thrown right into the deep end,
1: oh, yeah, it feels like it for sure, and I mean, I don't know the reason for this teacher um leaving, but she's on a leave, and I cannot help but think it is a stress leave <laughs> due to oh, I found a pen that works, Um Woo-hoo. due to the nature of her class, so good for her for making it from September to March really yeah it's been two and a half weeks and I'm like I could pull my hair out <laughs> <laughs> casually do you feel like you're making
0: any progress right now um, with the, with the kids. I
1: mean yes um I don't know like I don't know I mean I cannot foresee that any one related or anything to them and I'm not disclosing where I'm working but yeah um last week Thursday between Thursday and Friday, four of my students got a suspension. So, oh that boy, was, that was something. And whether it was one day or a two day, so it kind of tells you a little bit about the kids that I'm working with.
0: They're they're an enthusiastic bunch, are they?
1: That's one word I would use. I might yeah. use a few different ones, but um,
0: <laughs> maybe some that aren't necessarily podcast appropriate. <laughs> but we get the idea. Yeah yeah yeah
1: so uh it's yeah it's good. it's today was Monday, like I said, and um a number of the students were absent. A lot of them celebrate Ramadan, oh, cool, um, so today was the or I guess yesterday, I don't really know how it works, but yesterday was the end of Ramadan, and today was the celebration of Eid, so they are celebrating the end of Ramadan. I think that's how it works. Gotcha. so. I had ten students out of twenty six today,
0: <laughs> wow.
1: So not all of them were yeah. celebrating Eid, but there were quite a few people missing. So it was a nice quiet day. It was actually a, okay. a nice day. So
0: this is the best day you've had since you started?
1: I in mean, this I can't position? say that. I, it has, they've <laughs> Maybe all been. The least,
0: the least energetic. How's that?
1: The least rowdy and noisy and the least behavior management involved. <laughs> mm-hmm. So anyways, that's, that's my Perfect. update. My life. Is a constant um who knows what? <laughs> I don't know what to call it. Top constant adventure. <laughs> it's a top turvy adventure. <laughs> How about you? <laughs>
0: uh not a ton has really been going on, honestly. Um, but I'm I'm kind of okay with it. Yeah. Um definitely yeah, definitely okay with it. Um just been kind of living life and you know doing the errands around the house and um I think maybe I'll talk about this when we reach the the download portion of the show but uh, I went to a few concerts last week Mm. and that was awesome it was so good to be at some live shows nice um so it was royal blood and apocalyptica um
1: not familiar with either of them.
0: Sorry. Yeah. Royal Blood are they're on the radio on like X929 here in Calgary. And uh they're just like a rock duo from the UK. Just a bass player and a drummer. And then the bass player also does the singing. And for their newest album, they had a bunch of like synth stuff. And so they had a synth player come out to play those tracks. But other than that, it was just the two of them. And nice. they were phenomenal. And then the other band, Apocalyptica, was a I think they're Finnish. Uh, but they're a cello heavy metal band. What? And so, That's yeah, a like they wild started. They started in the nineties, uh, just playing Metallica covers, and then they uh, then they started writing their own music. So they've been around for a long time, probably close to thirty years. Cool. Twenty five years at Apocalyptica. least. Apocalyptica. Apocalyptica, mm-hmm. yeah, they were phenomenal. So it's three cellists, and they all play in symphonies in in Europe. Cool. So they're phenomenal musicians all in their own right <laughs> you are uh, only
1: a phenomenal musician if you are in a symphony well You've i think heard it i think, here, folks. i think
0: being able to play in a symphony definitely like i think it's just a different caliber
1: of musicianship
0: totally yeah like they're all classically trained so they play sure. in in more classical settings right but then they bring that musicianship into this um metal group right and okay. it was phenomenal it was beautiful
1: that's cool So then were there classical elements to, is it, what did you say it was? Punk rock?
0: No, they're more heavy heavy metal. metal. So yeah, like they started with Metallica. So that gives you kind of an idea into initially what their flavor is. And then they started writing their own music. And now they have a drummer as a core member of the band as well. Cool. And uh, unbelievable musicianship. It was so good. But yeah, definitely very classically influenced in a lot of their compositions. Like in a lot of their own original compositions mm-hmm. And I mean Metallica has Some very um, Like they're very heavily Influenced by classical music as well In some mm. of the guitar solos and the way that Their older songs especially A way mm-hmm. that their songs are structured So very cool, cool. It was awesome and it was Like back to back nights like Sunday night was Apocalyptica and then oh, wow. Monday night was uh, Just was rocking Blood. it out yeah. Sweet. It was great. Yeah. Other than that, um, I don't know. Just kinda hanging out, cool. not doing too much, just working away, you know, a few little hangs in the evenings where I can get it in. Um yeah. Is sort school of...
1: still taking up a large chunkier evenings or
0: school is done for me now, as oh. of uh three weeks ago, four weeks oh, ago. I know Something like that. What well it's been a little while since we recorded an upload download so i don't fly you for that okay yeah um but yeah i'm I'm done school now until october that'll be my next course okay yeah cool
1: cool
0: so my last my last course was photoshop two um i don't know if i've said on here or not if i'm like going to school or not i'm going to school i think
1: you have yeah i think we've talked about it
0: maybe i have yeah um but yeah i'm doing like graphic design and so i'm One of my courses was Photoshop. And so I got an A plus on every assignment and I got an A plus on the final project and the final presentation. So really happy with that. That's
1: awesome. Very,
0: very happy with that.
1: Yeah, I think we did. You did. You did talk about this because it's coming back to me when we had our chat about education and you were talking about how. Oh, that's right. Yeah. You weren't always a good student in school, like in elementary and secondary school, but now that you are or maybe it was like when we were you were just starting i can't remember but i do remember you talking about it so
0: yeah that's right yeah i think i was probably right in the middle of it at yeah. that point because that would have been our second upload download episode
1: i have I think, no where we did education. idea <laughs>
0: i think it was that one any who's a woozle. yeah um so school school's been going well but
1: oh yeah. i guess i can say too um My sweet baby girl is one. She is. As of a week ago. Last weekend. Yeah.
0: So cute. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. We survived. You're now the proud mother of a one year old.
1: (laughs) Only 18 more to go before I can kick her out. (laughs) Just kidding. No. Yeah. Yeah. That was fun. It was a fun day. We had a few friends over, a few family members over. Oh, good. She soaked up all the attention.
0: Awesome. Such a, As she should.
1: Such a firstborn child.
0: <laughs> Classic firstborns.
1: <laughs> uh, anyways, that I guess that was my other thing. I'm just like staring at her on the monitor. <laughs>
0: She's sleeping, uh, nice. and I
1: was like, "Oh, I guess I have a one-year-old now."
0: <laughs> also, in case anyone doesn't know, Andrea and I are both the firstborns of our respective families too. So, so true. <laughs> it's funny that way. Yes. Classic firstborns, sucking up all the <laughs> all the all the love from mom and dad. Oh, totes. Yeah. Anyhow, well, Andrea, what are we uh, what are we talking about this week?
1: Well, it was a discrepancy until about half an hour ago, but that's here we true.
0: are. <laughs> here we are. We've landed we, on a discussion. Yeah, topic. Yeah, we
1: were. We just wanted to like, I guess, debate. I don't know if that's the right word, but just kind of like flush out.
0: You know, like compare and contrast.
1: Yeah, um, the yeah. idea behind renting versus owning, and that could be a number of things, but I think the biggest thing that came to mind when we first started talking about this as an idea was um like the housing market whether to to buy a house or to um rent a house and yeah man alive i am glad that i pretty much did zero work to become a homeowner um because my husband who was not my husband at the time purchased this house that we live in <laughs>
0: That's right. Yeah. And then we got
1: married, and I was like, "Hey, I own a house now." <laughs> <laughs> Except the funny part is on me because I'm actually not on title, so.
0: <laughs> oh, fair enough. I
1: guess technically I'm a renter. <laughs>
0: <laughs> there we go. We
1: make we make that joke in our house often, but.
0: That's funny. He's like, "This is my house." Yeah. And you're like, "Dang it! You're kind of right." <laughs>
1: I guess I'll get the car. <laughs>
0: okay. Yeah, that's something. Yeah.
1: No. Um. But in all seriousness, I think like, oh my gosh. Well, I mean, we talked about it back and forth this week when we were sort of half planning for this was, yeah. we've both rented. I've rented a number of different places.
0: Quite a few. Um, yeah.
1: I should have counted before, but maybe when you're talking for a bit, I'll count to see how many places. I think I, I helped but...
0: you with at least three of those moves, if I remember correctly.
1: That's probably, that's probably true, to be honest.
0: Two um, for sure, maybe three. Yeah.
1: One, two. Yeah, I don't know. But anyways. You've you've done a lot of rentals. I've definitely moved a lot, that's for sure. Um, I think I was in a habit of moving like every year before. Like I don't I honestly don't think I've lived in a rental. Oh, that's not true. I have lived in one rental for more than a year. But yeah, I was moving a lot more than I was staying in a place. I don't know. For some reason I craved the change. And I couldn't just like create change in an existing place, so then I had to move, or I got ownership full time of my dog. (laughs) So I needed to move to a place where I could have a pet. I think I remember that move. That was probably the most devastating move because she, who should not be named, (laughs) (laughs) broke up with me because she didn't want to live with a dog. And now she she's who, living with a freaking dog.
0: She, who, if she listens to this episode, will know she darn will know exactly who she is. It's
1: funny because I comment on her stories. She's like posting pictures of the dog now. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, so you like this dog well enough that you actually post it on your Instagram stories? Like, I see That's how it is. So and she's like, funny. I'm never going to live this down, am I? I'm like, no. <laughs> we
0: oh, because you've been such thing a big story. We had yeah. a
1: good thing going, and then you had you to great complain about living with a dog. Ugh. That's anyways, too funny. And now
0: she's like, "Oh my goodness, this dog. Yeah, he's so cute. Actually, I don't. Instra. Well,
1: I don't want to say, but anyway. um, yeah, he's a cute dog. <laughs> um, and she lives next door to a dog that she's also obsessed with. So
0: that's right. Yeah, yeah. You know who you too are. Too funny. <laughs> You know who you are. Uh, also, anyone that also knows this person, they'll know who we're I'm talking sure about. I'm sure many people know
1: exactly who we're talking about.
0: Yeah. Um, well, but you yeah. won't name her here. It's no. fine.
1: <clears throat> I almost said yeah. it with a cough, but I. I yeah, I didn't. <laughs> you caught yourself. Um, Yeah, renting versus owning. Um, I mean, it's crazy. Like, I would say if you were to be, like, I think there's obviously a difference too between if you've ever been in the market to buy a house and and or if this is your first time buying a house but i'm sure many people are very aware of the fact that it is not easy to do these days.
0: Yeah. Yeah, especially um, with the current housing situation in Alberta. Yeah. Um and is it kind of a global thing too or is it just kind of an Alberta thing right like now? It seems like it's really definitely
1: sure. gone up. I follow <laughs> This super random but I follow this guy um he lives somewhere in England um and I found him because it he was like on my I don't know if I want to call it like the for you page I don't know if that's what it is but just like trending videos is that what that means for you page I, I think know. so I feel Like I'm aging on Instagram myself. Instagram or TikTok I can't remember I think it was Instagram that I found him on anyways he I think that's Instagram bought no like an old Victorian home in and he's like no older than I am for sure. Like, I wouldn't even be surprised if he was a bit younger and I'm just like, what do you do for a living? (laughs) But he bought this like sort of rundown um, old Victorian home and he's just been restoring it slash um, renovating it. Okay, he's done an amazing job. Like it's super nice, and he's still got like some small projects to do. But is anyways, he like
0: restoring it to what it would have been in like Victorian he's, times? It, but maybe de, like with depending on interior. yeah,
1: like depending on the area. Like some things he's restoring back to its original form, and some okay. things like he put like a really nice kitchen in in the kitchen. Like there's no oh, okay. way that that gotcha. was. That was anything.
0: Like the kitchen definitely always deserves a good Mario, upgrade. Like you don't sure. want to ever cook in a kitchen like from the Victorian no, era if people, you're in 2022.
1: Right. But some people will get like um a vintage stove or a vintage style stove or right, something. Yeah. Um, just to add that kind of touch to the theme of their house. But no, anyways, he's all of that to say he's trying to find his new project. Um to flip another house. And he's running into a similar now I mean obviously exchange rate changes things, but he's running into the same sure. thing where people are outbidding. So, I mean, that's a thing that's happening in Calgary where people will put their house on the market for like let's say $380,000 um and people will come and bid like they'll put an offer on a house and it's like already $5,000 more than the asking price because they want that house and they don't like they don't they want it more than the person who's just going to offer the 380,000 if that makes sense. Right. Yeah. Right. So it's just it's become this like hugely competitive market and it's making it super hard for a lot of people to buy, let alone first-time home buyers, but If you're a a first time home buyer, there's different, like there's just different rules and whatever for you compared to someone who's already in the market. So if it's your first time, I think it's still the case anyways. If it's your first time buying a house, you only have to put down, I want to say five or 10%. But if it's not your first time buying a house, then there's a higher percentage that's expected because you're bringing over equity from your existing house
0: right so there's like a cert, there's a lower bar for entry yeah. to get into the market but yeah. then once you're in the market like totally. you've, you've got some equity invested in a home so it's you can easier for you to transfer exactly yeah yeah I, at so least that's my understanding into the market is yeah. like more affordable quote unquote
1: which is my understanding i could be wrong i'm i'm not i'm a teacher i'm not a mortgage or <laughs> real estate yeah. agent but that's my understanding. And then if you think about it, like because the housing market has increased and because there's so many competitive buyers out there and like if you don't offer, you know, a couple thousand above the asking price, you're not going to get that house. Then as a first time home buyer, all of a sudden (laughs) your dollar amount is increasing because the houses have gone up, because you're having to outbid things. Like it's just kind of this crazy situation for you. So yeah,
0: it's this like downward spiral. almost. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. And then also on top of all that, mortgage rates are increasing.
0: <laughs> sure. Yeah.
1: So I, it's funny though, because so right now I think most places we're looking at renewing our mortgage. That's why I have a small amount of knowledge about this, but the current rate, I think it's like it works out to be, like, prime plus whatever, but I think most banks, it's, like, somewhere between 2.6, I think we saw, and, like, 3.8, depending on the bank. Um, wow. Now, that feel, I mean, like, if you think about credit cards, like, most credit cards are 19.99%. Yeah.
0: But, but a credit card is like usually a lot smaller of a price tag than a home is. It
1: depends on who you are. But yes, yeah. um, generally, like my credit card, there's no way it is that many zeros. But I was talking to my mom and she was saying that my parents back in, it would have been 90, ooh, 94, I think, roughly, 93, 94, mm-hmm. somewhere around there. Um, we moved to Prince George and they bought a house in Prince George and the mortgage rate that they got in 93 or 94 was like 14.7 or something like that. So, wow, crazy. I mean, granted back in 93, 94, what you could buy now for, you know, 450,000 back then you're probably buying for like 180.
0: (laughs) Seriously. If that, it's insane.
1: My mom told me like one of the biggest houses that we lived in, it was like over 2,000 square feet in Millrise. They bought for like $215,000. And I'm like, what? Ooh,
0: <laughs> man. There's no
1: way that house now would be worth like $800,000. It's insane.
0: Dang, that is wild.
1: Yeah. Anyways, here I am blabbering on. <laughs> renting versus well, owning <laughs> that's I mean like I, I guess that's yeah from my knowledge the owning side of things but
0: yeah well and like for renting like my only housing experience has been renting mm-hmm. so like when I when I was at my parents place um then I, I moved out well actually I was going to college and then I lived in res at college for two years right. which we had to pay rent, rent. for yeah um and then I moved out of my parents' place into a house and I lived there for four years. Right. At that place in Silver Springs. Mm-hmm. I was there for four years. And uh, and now I'm currently living in, yeah, just a basement suite that I'm renting from some friends of mine that I've known for over 10 years from college. Yeah. So I've got a pretty a pretty sweet deal, mm-hmm. honestly, like just living here, living with people that I know and mm-hmm. they know me and we've known each other a long time and. Um, I mean, I'm pretty introverted, so i I keep to myself and i I try to be as quiet as i can <laughs> but uh um yeah i I think like what initially comes to mind for me with renting is like i have I've had a pretty good experience with renting, yeah, um in my i guess five and a half almost six years renting an actual property and then like two years in res yeah so i've had pretty good experiences with it there's been some situations that happen and it always will when you have roommates but totally um now as of like a year ago as of yeah actually a year two days ago i think um i've now been living on my own for a year
1: Wild. just by
0: myself and i am you love it uh, so here for it <laughs> Oh, my goodness. I'm so, I'm such a fan. If you can afford to live on your own.
1: No, you couldn't pay me money to live by myself.
0: Now, I do enjoy
1: like not, you know, when you have those like bad roommate experiences, like I've definitely had at least one of those where I'm like, okay, it's super annoying living with you. Either you're just an annoying human being. Or your dog is eating my couch or ripping up the carpet (laughs) or going into the garbage. Anyways, that's one roommate I had. Yeah. Um it's brutal. Yeah, just it's nice to be able to have your own space and do with it what you want.
0: A hundred definitely ten percent. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Like I have this whole basement to myself yeah. and it was totally fine for two of us. Like when my other roommate was living totally. here yeah. and it was great and we would hang out all the time and um, it was good. But then there's a point like when you're living. So when I lived in the old house in Silver Springs, like your room is your place yeah. when you have that many roommates. Like when I first moved in there, there was five of us in that house mm. and then the next year was three. And then I think I think the next two years or so were four of us all together, so it wasn't too bad, but, um, when you have more roommates, then like, oh, rent is cheap as heck,
1: totally, which like, is super super nice. cheap, yeah,
0: but then the less roommates you have, the more expensive the rent is, but then also the more space you have for everybody, yeah, so there's that too, but now, having my own space, man, I am <sighs> I words cannot describe but like when when you have a roommate situation like your bedroom is where all like that's where you live essentially yeah like there's the common area with a couch and a tv sure and the kitchen and maybe like when i was in that other house we had a basement and so there was a lot of other space but um it never quite felt like your space it felt it was always a shared space and that's totally well and someone can always come and go Exactly. yes yeah. right? And people can always have friends over or they can always be, right. you know, like maybe they're out of town for two weeks or something. And then you have like more rain of the house and then they come back and you go back into your room. Yeah. Right. But like when you're in a situation like that, everything that you own is in your bedroom, essentially. So you have to fit a bed. You have to fit a desk. You have to fit a dresser. You have to fit, you know, I play bass guitar. So I've got a big bass amp mm-hmm. and a bunch of guitars. Yeah. Right. So. That kind of stuff takes up a lot of space. And totally. so when, when I was here and I had all this stuff in the room currently that I'm recording in, um, it was really tight. It's really tight. And so there's a little bit of spillage that happens into the rest of the place. Like you have the guitars out in the main room with everything else. Totally. And, um, but now I have like a bedroom and I have this room yes. now, which everything is my office. A designated spot. And I have the main room and the kitchen and like all of it. It's great.
1: It's so funny because like, so I guess Matt and I have been (laughs) cohabitating for three years now. Um, (laughs) And I mean, we just have stuff everywhere. Like we, I mean, we've talked about the day that we will eventually have to move just because we'll outgrow this space, which is crazy to me to think about Yeah, because it's like, I mean, you know, it's 1,250 square feet or something like that, which is like a decent you know, an average to good amount of space for A, a first home or B, a small family. Like there's only three of us and a dog. Like, but eventually we will outgrow it. Eventually we'll have kids or multiple kids. Eventually they'll get bigger and our kids' bedrooms, quote unquote, are not big bedrooms. It's kind of enough space to fit sort of a bed and a dresser.
0: And eventually
1: you know, they'll probably want a bit more space or we will want to give them more space. Or like Matt complains about the size of our master bedroom and wanting more space. (laughs) I'm like, for what? (laughs) We don't need any more furniture in our room. He just wants more. He wants it to feel bigger. And like we have a half bath and he would like a full size bath, like things like that. I mean, it kind of boils down to like your dream ticket items like what do you what are your non-negotiables when you're looking at another home but right I mean we think yeah we think about but we have I mean this room that I'm in is a friggin terrible disaster it's become like a dump zone and yet it's one of our guest bedrooms but right it's yeah. also a hybrid <laughs> office space for both of our desks and it's also Matt's hybrid studio space for all of his musical desires and equipment yeah. and all that
0: kind of stuff so and now a podcasting space
1: I know it's just become this weird multi-purpose room and also my extra shoe rack with a bunch of my shoes is here <laughs> from when nice. we redid our flooring yeah, and then never there. put it back <laughs> like
0: That's it's so funny. bad
1: but anyways yeah. life is crazy you just gotta so. do a
0: purge you gotta do a, a Marie Kondo purge I know I'm just it's crazy I really yeah
1: I think I really want to do a um, garage sale this summer but oh there you go Yeah. But it's crazy. Like you think about the amount of space. Like I think, yeah, I think about when I was renting and living with roommates and you, like you said, you really only had like a bedroom that was kind of your designated space. And now we have a whole house and somehow it's still not enough space, which is ridiculous. Like we need to really change that. But yeah. Anyway, so it's just, I don't know. It's, it's wild to think about how easy it is to fill up a space when you are given more space. So even for you like moving from a bedroom in your two bedroom you know basement suite to having the whole yeah. basement suite like you've you've acquired more things. I think that's really that's what it boils down yep. to. You acquire more things to fill the space that you have and then yep. all of a sudden you got too much
0: shit. <gasps> <laughs> It's true. I mean, I had to buy a desk for this room because I wanted to have a good space in here to like clip my mic stand to so I don't have to keep moving it around. Mm -hmm. And I wanted enough space on here that I can kind of grow into Mm -hmm. quote unquote into like a Mm -hmm. workstation and now doing more graphic design stuff. Like I have a bigger monitor and then I have my laptop set up on a laptop stand next to that monitor. And then that's what everything is plugged into. And so Mm -hmm. this, this decently large desk is like comfortably full it's Mm -hmm. not crowded by any means like i i try and keep it as clean as i can as often as i can yeah um so it never feels crowded but it's definitely a nice amount of space to have all the things i want on totally but again to your point like when you have more space i think our our inclination is to fill it totally for sure
1: and i mean like i compare aside from like all the renovations we've done here i compare like we had two couches up. Well, actually, when we first moved in here, we had two completely different couches, and then we traded it for a, new, a different couch that we acquired off of marketplace. Right. <laughs> I think for yep. free. And then we found a. of um, someone was getting rid of a free IKEA. Um, I forget what style. It's like one of their modular couches, but they had it in oh, white. Oh. So then we went and got a new slip cover and changed it to gray. We still had another couch and then we got rid of that couch and got two chairs. So like you, you change up the space, right? Which is kind of nice, which is maybe why I haven't moved every year.
0: (laughs) Right. (laughs) Also because it's not
1: feasible (laughs) when you have a mortgage. (laughs) Yeah. And like Matt's kind of
0: locked into the place a little bit. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Matt is, I guess I could leave. Hmm. Just kidding.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Maybe not great for the marriage. I'm not attached to
1: the mortgage. So yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah you're free to go but also like there's a child in the mix now <laughs> oh, she's mine <laughs> well, she, yeah she's coming with you
1: funny anyways yeah <laughs>
0: that's funny matt can have her every other week <laughs> how are you guys doing in your marriage oh we're fine we're we just totally don't live fine. at the same address anymore yeah. like we're actually super fine it's actually great yeah yeah i just
1: really I just needed have my to own change. space now <laughs> i just really needed to change
0: <laughs> i was feeling really cooped up oh, oh man that's yeah. funny but i, I guess like what you said, too, about renovations definitely brings into mind, like, when I when I was first coming to check this place out, it was completely unfinished. Right. Like the floors in here were not done. It was just concrete. Um, the walls in here were all yellow, like Ooh. gross yellow. And uh, there was a bunch of drywall dust everywhere. And so it was very much still a construction site. Right. Um, so, like, myself and my old roommate, we were the first ones to live down here since it was renovated right and uh so there's definitely as a homeowner there's definitely that decision that you have to make like okay this house was maybe built in 1985 it's got really good bones in it yeah like it's got a great frame good foundation really good roof uh the exterior is good but then you start looking at things like, oh, this bathroom is not doing so great, or yeah. oh, the kitchen we want to redo, and like that's kind of what you guys did in your yeah. kitchen, like you just totally tore it out, and mm-hmm. you're, you know,
1: which is funny because um, I remember like I, I like Matt brought me along when he was doing the viewings of all the different places, and um, okay. I mean he like half was asking me how i i don't know it was this weird like we hadn't been dating for very long but we were like he was
0: like what's your opinion yeah exactly yeah
1: um and i i mean i remember obviously i remember this place in its original form like we've done a lot to it in the last three years but i don't remember being like oh yeah like this definitely needs a kitchen replacement. There are I think right. there's just some things that like you don't really realize until you live in the space for sure. Um, and actually like kind of use it and and realize that, oh man, like there's not a lot of counter space in this kitchen. Or like right. the counters that we had were like twelve by twelve tiles, like glossy. tiles and the grout was like eating away between them and it was just like okay this so we i will
0: never understand i know it was it was it was a a phase
1: yeah it was a phase i mean i remember like i I know a few people that have um counters that they're like smaller tiles which was kind of like a i don't know like a californian slash like spanish sort of vibe to me
0: okay sure
1: um But anyways, it was awful and there wasn't a lot of counter space. So, I mean, the first thing we did was have someone out to um, quote us on a new countertop. Right. And that was kind of where the whole kitchen reno came in because to put a new countertop on, we didn't actually have to spend a ton more money to like gut our entire kitchen, put all new cabinetry in, rearrange it to give ourselves more counter space and get the higher you know the higher quartz countertops so it was kind of like well if we're gonna do this we might as well make it worth it rather than just putting fancy new counters on top of our old cabinetry and not increasing our counter space so anyways yeah exactly but I guess like that's where like with renting you can't really do that kind of stuff I mean some people have yeah you know relationships with their landlords that it's like hey if I do x y or z can I get a break on my rent because maybe the homeowner is looking to do that anyways I don't know right
0: yeah and I mean you know what that's probably not a bad idea at some point because I've done a lot totally. of that work like, like you have tile work, work. experience years you have
1: that. yeah whatever you've got lots yeah. of stuff that I've, you could I've
0: torn kitchens right down to the studs you and could then totally use that to your up.
1: benefit if if yeah. there's a conversation of like you know, we're looking to redo our kitchen before you move in. Well, hey, can I help and get a break on rent? Because I'll save you the labor of having a contractor do the work or whatever.
0: Yeah. So. Yeah. And like, that's, it's kind of, it's a pro and a con both ways. Like as a renter versus an owner, like it's a pro as an owner to have the option to gut your kitchen and totally redo it and give yourself the kitchen that you want yep. with the counter style and the counter space and all that, that you mm-hmm. want that you can design. Um, but then it's also a, a pro for the renter um, that you don't have to fork out all that money totally. to do a renovation. Yep. Right. So like I just moved into this place and it was already done and it was already finished. Yep. And there was a bunch of stuff that I ended up buying anyway. Um But it wasn't nearly as costly as it would have been for me to pay for a basement rental for a rental. right? But then there's also the con for the owner that you do have to fork out all that money. You do have to do all the work. You do have to live in a construction zone for as long as you're willing to. Yeah. As long as it takes to get the amount of work done that you want. But then for the renter, the con is like, well, I don't really feel comfortable putting holes in these walls. Right. Right. I've or, lived in
1: places where like, I,
0: I would never want to take out the kitchen vanity and right. the whole kitchen cabinet for the sake of replacing it with something else. Like that's right. not the, that's not part of, um, I guess the contract or I don't have the flexibility to do that. Totally. Right? Like, I mean, stuck without with asking
1: for, yeah, of certainly. Course, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And then, and again, like you said, that might be a conversation where if I want to renovate then maybe I could like get a month off of rent or something or totally. Get a I mean, yeah. Like, whatever. yeah. Yeah
1: definitely worth suggest like if they're, yeah, if they're like, Hey, we're talking about getting a new, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Um, I think too, like with that, um, you know, renting versus owning as the tenant or occupant, um, being a renter, you don't really have to like look after the maintenance of your home. Right. Like if something breaks or something stops working, Yeah, you like text your landlord, call your landlord and say, hey, like my toilet is not working and I've tried all the things that I would know to do. So I think we need a plumber and you don't have to pay for that plumber. Whereas the homeowner, you're paying for anyone entering your home and any work that needs to be done that you're unable to do. So it's definitely like I think we probably miss that the most. Not that we've had a ton of things go wrong, but. It's just
0: but if something goes wrong, then it's, it's our on your responsibility, back. yeah, yeah,
1: or like before I moved in, Matt had roommates just to help cover the cost of the mortgage, um and the guy that was living downstairs had a dog, um it was just like an awful situation, anyways, long story short, he um asked the like he evicted the guy downstairs and had come down and there was like a whole bunch of like pee and poo stains on the carpet.
0: Oh no. And he,
1: I mean the guy hadn't like fully moved out yet, but Matt was like, Hey, like, you know, there's like this carpet, like it's real, a real big mess. Like, um, you're going to need to take care of it before you move out kind of thing. And the guy was like, yeah, no worries, no worries, blah, blah, blah. And then the guy was out and it still hadn't been cleaned. And there was, like, no trace of him left in the house. Oh, and he had right. said, like, I always rent a, you know, I always rent a carpet cleaner to clean upon leaving a place or whatever. And we're like, oh, right. great. yeah, Didn't do it. Super annoying. So we had to. I, well, we ended up borrowing one, which was nice. And it it fixed most of it. But, like, those are just things, right, that you, as a landlord, like... It's a risk to be a landlord. It's a risk yeah. to rent your your home, your rental property out, um, and it can be a huge, like it can be sweet, just seeing it as like an investment property, but it can also be a huge like thorn in your side if you
0: get crappy oh, yeah.
1: renters. So,
0: and I'm sure like the amount of horror stories that people have oh, of renting, endless. I'm sure. Man, Mm-hmm. I would love actually for anybody listening to this episode, like send us an email or like comment, comment on like the Instagram post. Like if you have any horror stories of renting yeah. that you want to share, like definitely, um, be it'd be unexpected experts pod at gmail.com would be the email address. So if you have any horror stories, I would love to like read through some of those and maybe read them out on on the next podcast. I think that'd be fun. That would be fun. It's like maybe a recap. That'd be super cool. Yeah. The horror stories for renting too. Like I can only imagine. Oh. I can only imagine what goes on in some of these houses.
1: Yeah. Scary. And things, like especially I'm sure. with
0: animals too. Yeah. Man. And
1: I, I mean I know of places that will accept dogs and not cats or cats and not dogs or a dog mm, as mm-hmm. long as it's like a small dog or you know, like that kind of thing. But, um, yeah, sometimes, I mean, it, it's, it can be, or there was a time when it was really hard to find a place if you had a pet.
0: Right. Yeah. Um, believe that.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, when I, (laughs) so funny, I said got ownership of my dog earlier, but (laughs) I took I took full-time custody of my dog. Full
0: custody. Yeah, yeah. I was just going to say there
1: was no custody battle involved. It was simply it was a simple prearranged. Like, I'm going to come get my dog. It was a prearranged situation where yeah. um yeah, if the relationship status changed, I I took responsibility of the four-legged creature. Um but yeah, it was it was a battle, not a battle, but it was a challenge to try and figure out where to live that would allow me to have a pet so i did go through i did go through that but we managed we survived yeah we made it and now we're in okotoks
0: (laughs) so what what would you say is like the biggest perk and maybe the biggest downside to owning a home like for you Personally.
1: um I mean remember I'm not on the titles so do I own a home I don't know <laughs> Just true kidding. Um, within your experience yes yeah. I am I mean, being facetious yeah. <laughs> um biggest hmm I don't know I guess I guess because I have so much fun dreaming up like creating a better space. I really have enjoyed the freedom and just like the, yeah, like the freedom and the flexibility to do whatever we want to our house. Like I can paint the walls, whatever I want. I can hang as many pictures on the wall as I want. I mean, I lived in a place where you could only hang two like, you could only put two holes on on any one wall. That's
0: right. I remember that place. Um,
1: yeah. It's funny. I don't even remember which place it was, but it was a, it was a thing. I think that um, was the
0: basement that you had, like, off of Center Street, wasn't oh, it? Oh,
1: maybe. I don't know. I honestly don't remember. I, so. I just remember that being a thing and thinking, it's just so random. Like, I get it, but if I'm going to, you know, like, normally I would take things off the wall and I would... Cover like fill in the holes anyway. So, like, if I'm gonna do that, why does it matter how many holes? Anyways, whatever. Yeah. Um, or yeah, or just like we tore a wall out. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> um, Cause you wanted more space, yeah. Like yeah.
1: the wall separating our kitchen from our dining room. We just tore it out. It was not load-bearing, thank goodness. But um, so yeah, just like the freedom to do whatever. heck we want to our house to make it our home you know um I think that's probably been the best part and just like that sense of ownership right like totally you can make a rental space your own by putting your stuff in it but it never it's never really your own because it's not your home (laughs) like it's not your own
0: because your name isn't on the bill of ownership yeah so yeah
1: um yeah I think I think that would probably be the, the best part. Um the worst part? Is that what you're yeah. wondering? Um probably, like honestly, probably the like the sense of I don't know what to call it, but just like anything that goes wrong, it's you. Like either you have to figure it out or you have to hire someone to fix it. <laughs> Right, like, we yeah. had a couple months, well, it was a while ago now, but um, our kitchen sink just stopped draining all of a sudden. And we plunged Shoot. it, like, you know, sent sent all of the chemicals down to try and clear it out. And then we realized that it wasn't just our kitchen sink. It was more than that. And so it was like a big pipe Ooh, issue. Boy. Oh, um, boy. And so, yeah, like, to get just to get someone to come and look at it like was over $200. Ooh. And man. I mean and then they were like and if it's this it'll cost approximately this much money and Matt and I were like oh my gosh. And so we we worked for several days to try and figure out and like Matt was I mean the whatever I don't know all the technical terms but the um I guess the like main drain or whatever is in this room that I'm in. Okay. And so he like popped the cap off and we had like a snake thing that we borrowed and we had um, we rented something from Home Depot to like try and like maybe it was corrosion, like all of this, like just, I don't even know. And I think it was probably like four or five days of just like monkeying around trying to figure it out. And And my husband is Dutch through and through, and so he <laughs> does not want to spend any more money than he has to
0: yeah, on something. that's right. He
1: would much rather figure it out, which I'm like, by the time you figure it out with all of the things that you've like – Rented and bought like products and chemicals and all this kind of stuff. We probably could have just paid the guy to do it in a day, but it's okay. (laughs) I'm here. But now he knows how to do it next time, I guess. I mean, yeah. But like, honestly, like he was pulling like tennis ball, baseball sized chunks of like corrosion out of our.
0: Whoa.
1: Yeah. So I, I mean, I forget. We sent a picture to someone, one of our friends that has plumbing experience or something. And He figured it was like basically fat deposits. So like over the number of years, um, past homeowners just putting things down our kitchen sink that they shouldn't and it building up over time. But anyways, that was my tangent to say it sucks to pay or do or figure out all of the things yourself. Cause you're, I mean, you, you have to, uh, um, front the cash if you need to pay for anything to be fixed. So, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's legit.
1: Hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's it's scary when you look at <laughs> when you look at your little debt calculator, how much you owe <laughs> because of a mortgage. It's like, ooh, we're never gonna pay that off. But it's that's yeah. not how it works. So it's good. But it's, a mortgage is a good kind of debt, as much as it's scary. So, what do you? What are what are the pros and cons for you? For like the biggest takeaways are the biggest pros and cons i don't know how you asked me
0: <laughs> yeah, like, yeah the I same question to you
1: rent. but for renting
0: yeah. <laughs> but with and renting go. yes <laughs> and go um i think my my favorite thing about renting is um yeah like i just send my money off every month totally i just pay my utilities like it's a standard rate for me
1: mm-hmm
0: Um, utilities kind of fluctuate depending on how hot or how cold it is, you know, however much fuel we're burning through during the winter, Mm -hmm. um, and all of that. So I try and, and save as much water and electricity as I can, Mm -hmm. um, personally to try and help offset that cost for myself and for, you know, my friends upstairs. Um, I think just having the freedom of my own space that I know also isn't like that I don't actually own right Right. so there isn't that pressure over my head like if something's wrong I can I can definitely try and fix it myself like I know I know quite a lot about that stuff Mm -hmm. um but if it's a bigger issue then I can always say like you know I can always send off a text (laughs) to my landlords upstairs yeah and uh hey like this is going on or um you know it's I can just kind of push it on them (laughs) essentially Mm -hmm. right and not that anything has like really gone wrong no um
1: but it's ultimately not your responsibility to fix it yeah right exactly
0: like it's it's my space in that i'm paying for it sure but it's it's also not my space in that i don't own the home sure um i mean is there like some
1: sort of thing like if you i'm trying to think of an example but like if if you were the cause of something breaking, you know what I mean? Like, let's say, right. like if, if you, I would James, have to the as the huge like that. introvert that you are, had some yeah. rowdy party and like, <laughs> you know, yeah. things got out of hand and someone put their foot through a wall or foot through a door or something. Sure. Then I suppose you'd probably be liable for. I mean, I guess that's why we have damage deposits, but
0: yeah, yeah. Like, and I, I mean. Certainly, if that were the case, if I had a rager here, I would definitely, you know, if if there was a wall broken or, a, you know, a head got smashed through a wall or something like yeah. that, I would definitely volunteer to help fix it because totally. I know how to do that. Right, right, right. Um, Like, I would definitely want to help repair what had been broken.
1: Friday night like, at Jameson's, guys, let's make it happen.
0: Let's go. <laughs>
1: let's put someone's head through a wall.
0: Although it's going to be... <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, as as we do on Friday nights in my it's humble a typical little Friday abode. night mode, you know. It's a it's a classic Friday night. It's just right?
1: it's just yeah. This
0: is the way this is the way we do it. You've
1: been there for over a year and we haven't done it yet, so we should really
0: yeah fix that. <laughs> it's like breaking the champagne bottle on the side of the ship before it leaves, right? Like totally. you got to put someone's head through a wall to yeah. really break in the house. Right? You
1: have to stay there until we put someone's head through a wall.
0: Okay. Um You've heard it first here, folks. We're having a Rager at my place on Friday, but this episode doesn't come out till Saturday. So <laughs>
1: it's next Friday, guys. It's next Friday. Next Friday. Right. It's yes. Friday next after Friday. this episode comes out. Come on.
0: Perfect. Yeah. You heard you heard it here first. Use a side uh, entrance. Evites will be coming out soon.
1: Use the side entrance. Yes. Yeah, Up the entrance. stairs through the gate. <laughs> it's
0: perfect. <laughs> um yeah, like that would be my my most favorite thing for sure. Um, I think the biggest downside is probably like financially not owning a thing that is increasing in value right so that I'm not getting any kind of financial benefit from it totally. that would be kind of nice like kind of future proofing a little bit yeah and then also like my kitchen is not really a kitchen like it's a base totally. like I live in a basement in a place that was not intended to have a basement kitchen so I have a kitchen kind of it's like know, a
1: modular kitchen isn't it <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's like one cabinet with a sink yeah. and then I have a stove and then a bunch of cupboards. Yeah. And like there's not like you know,
1: counter space. There's not like
0: proper cabinets yeah. and like a proper amount of cabinets or yeah, counter space. Um which again for one fella living down you here make it it's work, totally yeah. workable. Like I only buy the things I need appliance-wise and cookware-wise and Utensil wise, I only buy the things I need. I'm like pretty strict about that because I don't have a ton of counter space. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to get a knife block because right. I don't need a knife block. Oh, dude, we don't, even, we don't even we don't even have a knife block. On my... We
1: it's in our we have it in our drawer. I'm very much oh, the kind nice. of person who's like less less on the counter is better. Yes.
0: Well, like I don't have much counter to yeah. play around with. Right. Right. It's um, not even an option. Yeah. Yeah. So, like within reason, I can go out and like. Maybe buy some kind of cart or something to put in the kitchen that also serves as a secondary. Oh, you could get a. If, want, if you right? were
1: really sad about missing out on the knife block world, you could get like a magnetic strip and put it on your wall.
0: I thought about that, but uh, the problem that I ran into with it was the knife block magnet thing that I got from IKEA was quite long. And there's not a massive amount of space on the wall in front of the cabinet either. Mm. And you want to mount it to studs and the studs were at really awkward positions too. So I did, I had one purchased, like I had it ready to go, um, but it just didn't happen. So all my knives are in the drawer. Really, I use one knife.
1: I know. Isn't that the funny thing? 98% of the
0: time. Yeah. I just have a chef's knife that I use like all the time for everything. everything.
1: Yeah. Yeah. the Same in our house. That's and uh,
0: like that's that's it but yeah that would be the thing that i'm like not super enthused about would be that i don't have really the flexibility to make any changes um but you know what it's i'm fun. comfortable with it yeah. like i've been here almost two years and i'm used I to it you said it, a and year
1: it's... and two days oh no you've been oh, no. living by yourself a year and two days yeah i've been in so the place fair. by myself yeah yeah, yeah. 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 it'll yeah. be two years in august i don't know why i questioned you i'm sorry
0: <laughs> it's all good You're forgiven
1: Um. Cool Well we yeah. went on so many tangents This is so funny We were talking before we started about like other things that we could discuss That had relation to renting versus owning Like other than like yeah. homes We talked about cars And we talked about instruments Yeah I was like, thinking too gear, Like gear Musical, musical gear that yeah. you might need to rent Or yeah. if you own it like the eighteen hundred guitars in my house. <laughs> give or take.
0: Ooh, it's a that's a tender point for you, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. It's fine. You know what? I see both sides. I have I have five instruments, uh, three of which I play because two of them are guitars. Right. <laughs> three of them are basses. Uh, the two guitars. I don't really. I can't really play guitar, but I own two guitars. Apparently, because okay. why not? Yeah. Um, but yeah. But I also see from Matt's side too. Like having no. more instruments does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I'm. I'm with Matt. Also, I'm with both of you. I support both it's of you. That's true. I mean,
1: I understand he's he uses them for different things. I get yes. that, but when they are collecting dust more than they are being used for these different things then I question the need for so many but it's totally fine. fair um yeah. I mean it's also like the whole coffee thing like he's such a coffee right, snob yeah. and so then he needs all of these little things for his coffee needs and I just am like no <laughs> but it's fine we to each his yeah. own we live in our own home. I guess I'm a renter. That's right. I'm I'm a renter, so I can't really complain <laughs> about my landlord's yeah. possessions in his own home. About how many
0: guitars the landlord has stashed around the house or how many <laughs> coffee gadgets he's got strewn everywhere. Yeah. 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 That's funny. That's funny. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah, you're just a renter. I'm you don't, just a renter. You don't have a say in this in this position. <laughs>
1: All of that to say, we clearly didn't need to go down the road of other things to rent or own. However, we went on many strange tangents outside of renting and owning a home. But if you've made it this far, congratulations.
0: Congratulations.
1: (laughs) You've made it to the end of the podcast. And now we present to you... Our download.
0: <laughs> Our download. You can go first. What's on the download? You go first
1: today. What Me are go you? First? What okay. are you? You kind of told us about.
0: Yeah. So. so sort of what you're um, listening Apocalyptica. To? Apocalyptica and Royal Blood. I haven't really been listening to Apocalyptica because I wasn't. I don't know. I I already knew I was going to love the show, and I already knew I wasn't going to know ninety eight percent of the songs, but I knew I was going to love the entire concert. Right. So. Um. That was kind of a unnecessary one for me um but yeah royal blood i've been listening to a bunch they're they're just so good it's crazy like what what that guy can do on his bass holy (laughs) smokes he's unbelievable but i think like what he does with his bass is he puts his one bass signal into a bass rig and a guitar rig okay and then essentially i think at least this is The idea is that he can like switch one off and one on or have them both on.
1: But he's only playing his bass?
0: Yeah. So he can get like a guitar kind of tone out of his bass because he's running it through a guitar rig. But then he can also just have a bass line if he wants just a bass line, depending on the song. And depending on at what point in the song he wants both bass and guitar at the same time to make a fuller sound. Or maybe he wants just the guitar bit like the guitar sound for a solo hmm. or maybe he just wants a bass for an interlude while the drum is going over top and then the vocals. so the amount of flexibility that you have with that one instrument going through two different rigs that you can switch on and off independently it's brilliant that's
1: wild
0: they're they're really clever so honestly if you haven't heard and i'm I'm saying this to you as well as to our audience if you haven't heard royal blood you have to check them out they're so so good and
1: you're telling me this is heavy metal you want me to listen no to heavy no, metal? no no no
0: no, they're not heavy metal. Oh. They're like British rock. Okay. Yeah.
1: Royal Blood.
0: Royal Blood. Okay. All yeah. right. Their down. newest album is called Typhoons. Okay. And it was it's it's way more like, I don't know, it's a little more poppy. It's got some more synth action in it. They got some more backing vocals. There's a little more going on. The first album is way more stripped back. And I think if I remember correctly, that one is just self-titled. Anyway, I've also, within the last ooh, week, no, two weeks, maybe two weeks, um, one of my favorite bands, Northlane, so this is another one of my downloads, uh, one of my favorite bands, Northlane, put out a new album called Obsidian. Okay. And this album is really unique for them because it's their first independent release. So every album before this has been on a label. But this one, they just recorded and produced and mixed and all that themselves. Oh. So it's completely independent. And uh, they're an Australia-based band. Mm-hmm. So they don't go by, like, the Grammys or the uh, the Junos or anything like that. So they're in Australia, and their awards down there are the Arias. Cute. And they've won a bunch of Arias for, for their albums previously, like Best Metal Album, Best Whatever. Um, and so they got... An Aria award already for the best, like for the number one album and the number one vinyl already mm. with like within the first week of the album's release. Like it's crazy cool. Nice. So they're coming to Calgary in July and I cannot wait to see them. Nice. I'm so stoked. I tickets? saw them a few years ago. I do. Nice. Got my ticket pre-sale. Mm. Very happy about it. Um, I saw them a number of years ago and they're honestly one of my favorite bands, so I can't wait for that show it will be good but that album has been heavily downloaded a lot <laughs> uh Obsidian by North Lane. Nice. it has been a good one um as far as what I'm watching i've been I've been watching through all the Harry Potter movies again ah nice they're just so good they are. they're so good Have you so read I've the watched, books no actually James but watching the, the movies watching the movies now makes me want to read the you books. you absolutely so should if anybody has the books i would love to I borrow have them, them at some point you do yeah oh well
1: i think yeah we have them <laughs> <laughs> yeah we definitely have uh, them okay
0: we'll talk okay <laughs> <laughs> but i've i've really been loving watching those movies again it's been a while and i never grew up watching them because my parents thought that you know, witches and wizards, totally. or of the devil, of the devil, and like we were not conservative Christian upbringing. Yeah. We never were allowed to watch it. So I don't remember watching, watching it them as, as a adult. kid
1: either. And I also remember like scholastic book orders at our school. We weren't allowed right, to order yeah. them,
0: like yeah. the books through school
1: because of the same thing. Same.
0: Yeah, but now watching them again, like <laughs> this is just really good storytelling, and the movies are beautiful, and they're so fun and. Yeah. They're fantastic.
1: Our 10 first... out of
0: 10. If y'all, if y'all haven't seen Harry Potter, I mean, what are you doing?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Truth. Um, our first summer being married, um, I had to work. I say had to, I'm trying to remember why. Well, okay. Matt, it was his first year. I think he had just finished his first year, like full time, not sub, not, not sub teaching, like he had his own stuff. For the whole year. So he got paid throughout the summer.
0: Um, Oh, nice.
1: Or he got the payout for summer or whatever. Anyways, and I didn't have that luxury. And so I worked, I mean, very part-time. I shouldn't complain a ton. I think I worked like three days a week for eight weeks of the summer or something like that. So it wasn't that big of a deal. But I would leave in the morning and Matt would be sitting on the couch reading Harry Potter. And I would come home from my work day at like four o'clock or whatever. And Matt would be sitting on the couch, almost done his Harry Potter book. (laughs) And then the next day, same thing. I would go and he would have started the new Harry Potter book.
0: Oh, my goodness. And so he
1: like, I kid you not. I mean, obviously it it took more than a day, but he's a very, very fast reader. It's like actually quite aggravating um but he reread the entire Harry Potter series in those 8 weeks while i went to wow. work and i was like if this That's house That's like a
0: book a week almost. Oh
1: yeah, he's he's super fast like it's insane. Ooh. Sometimes when we're reading like we usually read before bed and i if i have a book that has like generally the same number of words on a page i will like in my head be racing him <laughs> trying to read my <laughs> he's page to just you? And he yeah. he always flips his page before I do, so it's That's so it's, funny. I it's so frustrating how quickly he can read, and I feel like no, I can read is pretty. It, fast. Is it by
0: like a pretty significant margin? Like you're three, Not like, like super you're down no, three quarters of the way down. No,
1: it's like so. Like to read, you know, one page, two page, and then flip. He's yeah. I, he's usually flipping as I'm like halfway through my second page, so I'm like half a page behind okay. him. So I'm like I'm I'm a pretty. I like to think that I'm a pretty decently speedy reader i don't know
0: swift. <laughs> but he's just a like swift page turner i don't
1: know it's like he can read 20 words a, a second or i don't know what it, like it's super weird anyways so that's that's a fun fact harry potter yeah we do own harry potter and now i shouldn't question that because of that summer so
0: right yeah there we go yeah um i've been i've been watching futurama again On Disney Plus. Okay. Such a great show. Mm -hmm. It's a brilliant show. The amount of references and little like subtle little jokes, it's a brilliant show. Honestly, I love it. Um I am uh, judging you, but I've watched (laughs) you know what? I (laughs) receive it and I hear it, and I also think it's a fantastic show and I love it. Um Future Almas Been Good. And then I I watched I think the first two, maybe three episodes of a show called Arcane. Okay also on netflix oh no uh future on disney plus arcane is on netflix and arcane is i don't know how to describe it it's such a beautifully well done show um it's got a lot of like painted background type of scenery but with like different 3d animations so there's a bunch of like 3d stuff going on overlaid with 2d graphics weird for like fight scenes and combat and stuff so you get like a 2d say someone's running and their foot is like on the ground and they're kicking up dust yeah. right that panel will be like a 2d dust animation where the foot touching the ground and like running will be a 3d model weird. in a 3d space it's very interesting okay so visually it is so so beautiful Um, It's got kind of a hand-drawn aesthetic to it. I don't know how to describe it without without seeing it. Um, The show, from what I can gather so far, it's a bunch of like street kids. I think in the first few episodes, for sure, it's a bunch of street kids going around in this world where science is a very powerful thing and magic is not anything that anyone knows about. Okay. But then there's like this one guy that knows some that knows some stuff about magic that studies at this like school or this ministry or this academy or something. And um, the street kids like break into his house and they steal a bunch of stuff in the first episode. And one of the items that I think they take, and I haven't gotten far enough into it yet, but one of the items that they take is like maybe a magical item. Okay. So I'm curious to see how it's going to play out for the rest of the show. But I'm only, yeah, like maybe two episodes in, maybe three. Mm-hmm. But definitely would recommend. Just for the visual aesthetic alone, it's gorgeous. Um, and I guess, okay. And then the last thing on my list right now is I got a bottle of whiskey last week. Of course you did. Uh, because, of course, I did. Called Aberfeldy 12. And I got it at a pretty significant discount, too. So I'm oh. very happy with it. It's a Highland single malt scotch. So when you think of scotch, you think smoke. This is not smoky at all. It's really sweet and bright and fruity and um, it's got some density to it, but it's not It's not smoky. I don't care for the smoky stuff. Okay. So Highland scotches are typically more light and sweet and more um, approachable. I don't know enough more about
1: these types of beverages. Yeah but i i, hear I feel you. like we
0: should do an episode on scotch
1: we probably could. <laughs> honestly probably could. you wouldn't want to talk to me about that it would be you wouldn't want me here for that is what i'm i could
0: maybe one of these days i'll like swap out one ellis for another and then matt and i can have a <laughs> scotch conversation <laughs> i'm sure he would enjoy that I'm sure that would be super fun i'd be so down for that
1: that's anyway
0: fun. yeah that's it that's all i got nice this go around
1: um, what, if, what about you? What are
0: you downloading, reading, learning? So
1: listening, I I mean, I don't know. Um, we're going to see Donovan Woods on Monday next week, Ooh. um, which I'm super pumped for because nice. I have not gone to a live concert in a really long time. And his music is just so soothing. I don't know. I really mm. like it. So I'm excited. Cool um
0: and that's next monday
1: yeah so that'll that's be sweet. fun um i wouldn't say that he's like someone that i actively listen to although parker loves listening to him like i think he might be one of Aww. her favorite like non-children artists
0: <laughs> that's sweet um
1: yeah Um, reading i my drive to work is about thirty minutes each way, so I've kind of started audiobooks again, but I haven't found nice. anything really engaging yet. I need like there's just so many waits for for um the books that I am wanting to read, but I did start on the way home today. Um, Tina Fey's autobiography, her I think that's what it is, her book called Bossy Pants. So oh, fun. It's like I don't know. I'm, I'm not really good at just like, listening to nonchalantness Like I like there to be purpose to what I'm listening to. So I don't know if I'll, I don't know if I will.
0: Right. Well, I think we've, we've it, talked but... about like our different tastes in books. Yeah. And like, yeah. I'm way like, more of a nonfiction fan, yeah, and you're way more a fiction. I, person. Yeah.
1: So I pulled up my Goodreads because I'm like, what did I read recently? <laughs> um. The last book that I read was this book that's like blowing up on the world of books. Okay. Um, called Verity. Okay. V e r i t y. It's by Colleen Hoover. Um, it is a really weird book. I will I will preface that, and I say weird, as in like twisted, like. Oh. Um. Okay. Matt read it first and he was like, yeah, you should read it. And I was like, okay. And it's basically without giving, I guess, the whole thing away. um, It's this author who gets approached by the husband of a very famous author um, to finish the series, the six book series that was planned for her project she had started the first three and got into a car accident and was unable to finish the series. Oh. But then there's just like weird things that start happening that lead you to believe that something of the story is not true in terms of like the accident happening in terms of this author being incapable of writing and it just yeah it's very interesting the very end you are privy to what you need to know (laughs) I don't want to give it away (laughs) um and then you're kind of left thinking like which side of the story is true essentially
0: okay it's a vague
1: enough but hopefully a decent enough description that if you're on the fence about reading it I would say do it, but know that it's a very like dark and kind of twisted story, which I'm not normally into. Um, So, yeah. Cool. That was my most recent read. I read it in three days. It was like a really, (laughs) I couldn't put it down. Um, Yeah. And then the one that I read before that was the first of a series um, by V.E. Schwabe called a darker shade of magic which was also really cool um it's about there being four different londons and this magician well not magician but he has magical powers he has the ability to um move between the worlds and he's trying to fix a situation that gets out of hand. So I'm not really cool. into like magical, like it's not like fairy tale creature magic, but kind of like a yeah, like a dark, creepy magic. Interesting. <laughs> yeah.
0: That's kind of cool. Though.
1: Yeah, it was very good. There are a lot of people that I know that have read it and have thoroughly enjoyed it. So
0: and what was um, the name again? Uh
1: a darker shade of magic.
0: Okay, mm-hmm. cool. Is it just a one volume book or a There's series? There's or- at
1: least two that I know of in that series. The same okay. author did, I want to say, The Invisible Life of Addie LaRue, which I also really enjoyed. Um, But that would require me to look farther back in my, oh yeah, yeah, there it is. The Invisible Life of Addie LaRue, also a very good book. So clearly I really gravitate towards this author. Cool. Um, The final book that I will talk about, and then I'll just say one more thing and then I'm done, is um, The Book of Longings. This is another book. Actually, two of the people that had read A Darker Shade of Magic recently had also recently read this book. Um, And it's by Sue Monk Kidd. It's also fiction. However, you might actually thoroughly enjoy the content. It is the story of this woman who was the wife of Jesus.
0: Oh, interesting.
1: Um, And so it's kind of like how they came to be. She was supposed to, she was like being married off to someone that she really didn't want to marry. Um, And then Jesus came along and essentially saved her from this arranged marriage by saying that he was going to marry her, but she was like instantly drawn to him. And it's kind of like their whole life and Jesus going off and doing like his disciple, whateverness, right. His journeys and like leaving her behind basically.
0: Super interesting.
1: Super interesting. Like a very sort of take
0: on a, on a historical character.
1: Totally. And like from a very like, Feminist approach, kind of cool, um, so super like a really good read. I would highly recommend it
0: huh. and what, um, what was that one called again?
1: The book of longings,
0: okay, cool,
1: yeah, and then finally, watch we are watching, I don't have any drinks, but I just downed a huge glass of um orange juice before coming on here, but <laughs> um. <laughs> So orange juice with no pulp is my go-to. Um, uh, We started watching The Designated Survivor. It's a Kiefer okay. Sutherland show. Um, it's got Mad twenty four vibes, but it's not twenty four. Okay. Um, but he like the first episode. There's an attack on Capitol Hill. The whole thing is blown up. The president, the vice president, all of Congress, they all die. And he's the designated survivor, so he is essentially voted in as the new president without being voted.
0: Acting president?
1: Well, he's just now the president because the president died in this explosion. And so it's like, I don't know, we're like six episodes in. It's really good. Um, We're enjoying it. So, yeah. Crazy. Super Sutherland. There's another recognizable guy, but I can't place him, so... That's my download. It was very elaborate. I talked more about books than I thought I would. But I go down a rabbit trail when I talk about books that I've recently read.
0: <laughs> you know what? That's totally fine. I am so, here for it.
1: I just don't feel like I have time to read anymore. Or I am not able to right. get any friggin' I like, I like holding a book. Um Me too. I really I like there's just something so nice about it. Even yeah. like an ebook, like I have, I started reading Matthew McConaughey's Lights* on my, like on my iPad. And I feel like it's a really good book, but I just, I don't like, I just want to flip pages.
0: (laughs) Yeah. There's something about that tactile. Yeah. Feeling the weight of a book in your hand, being able to physically turn the page.
1: And to see like how far you are in the book. I really like that too. (laughs)
0: Like the digital, like you are at page 73 out of. You
1: 345, are 10% complete like, through the book. It's like,
0: yeah. yeah, okay, cool. Okay. Yeah. So,
1: anyways, that's cool. my download. Thanks for listening. Cool.
0: Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for listening to uh, upload download this week. It's been fun. Next let us know. Week. Let us know your renting stories. Your renting yeah. horror stories. Unexpected experts. Please, pod please, please. at gmail.com Maybe we
1: should throw out like a. A question box or something on Instagram too.
0: Ooh, good idea. Yeah, I will do. Um,
1: I will yeah. do. Send it. Send your stories over. Next week we have a couple guests on that are of relations to Sir Jameson
0: <laughs> Yes, my my brother and sister in law have um, agreed to be on, and so we're recording that one in, I guess, two days. Yeah. Uh, but y'all won't hear it for another two weeks. So. Womp womp. It'll be fun. It'll be
1: a fun one, though. I'm excited for that combo. It's going to be...
0: Yeah, me too. It's
1: going to be really interesting, I think.
0: It's going to be good. But they won't hear how excited we are until Saturday, until after we've already recorded the episode.
1: <laughs> it's true. Well, we can tell them we're
0: excited. We can. <clears throat>
1: In Let's real time.
0: <laughs> we are excited. <laughs> we are so stoked.
1: Oh, boy. Okay. Oh, That's- boy. 10 o'clock. We're, so yeah, it's, my, it's my bedtime half an hour ago. So <laughs> thanks for joining us, folks.
0: Thanks, everybody.
1: Bye-bye.
0: Okay, bye bye. Okay, bye.